a lot of people don't know this about me, but I have a book that I am hoping to see in publication and online for download before the end of June. Now, I have a story to tell, and it relates to how we can use technology and how we learn about technology. So originally, a year ago, believe it or not, I had somebody who was helping me take my written work in Word and making sure it was all formatted the same so that it would be like a book and that it would have all of the required elements that would be needed when it goes online so somebody can download it and read the book. And it looks good and it reads well and there are no problems with copyright. Once all of that was done, I had to get a copyright and I had to get an ISBN which is the number from the Library of Congress filed individually so that each book has a unique number. And if you download it, you need to have that ISBN number in, in the computer record, so to speak. So unfortunately, the young fellow that was helping me did not helped me very much at the end and left me high and dry. I think he had other reasons why he walked away from my project, but I wanted my book published. So here comes the lesson for technology. So a long time ago, when I was working with students who were at Brock University to take um, professional development courses. And then when I was working with students at Niagara University who were learning about the teaching profession and how to teach, I always included technology. And a long time ago, that included the making of websites which is what I need in order to sell my book. If I want to have access, if I want to have a book out there where people can go and download it and I can tell them where to go, I don't necessarily have to have it on Amazon, although I hope that will happen. I need to have it on a website. I need my website. I used to have a website a long time ago when I was a, a consultant for the District School Board of Niagara here in St. Catharines, Ontario. And I had, I had a website and I remember listening to a presentation by somebody who used his website as a portal for everybody to all of his uh, public addresses and all of his professional development activities and to his writing and to his articles and so on. And I didn't do much about it in those days. Now when I went to think about a book online, I knew I was going to need a website. But the fellow I was working with had told me, I'm going to do that. So I left it at that. But when I was left high and dry, I decided 
I need to do the website myself. Now, we're talking about 10 years between now and the last time I did the website, and a lot has changed. And no doubt there's a lesson for those of you who are interested in using technology to help your students. The first thing I want to say is that my students at Niagara University, when I asked them questions about technology, always used to say, Dr. S, never underestimate what you can find on Google. When you do a search for Google, you can find everything you want. And I can't begin to believe how true that statement was. Now, I have, a, um, I have a provider who gives me my email access, and I have my website, my domain name, www.slebcov.ca, stored on their servers. Not that I have anything there, but I have it if I want it. So I decided I needed to work at my website. Nobody else was going to do it for me, so I needed to do it myself. So here's a little bit of advertising. I use a company called Hostpapa. They're in Toronto, and they host websites, and they provide um, internet services for all kinds of people in many countries. It's an international company with international reach. Canada's got a lot of those companies. All I need to do is remind you that Shopify is a Canadian company. Yay! We need more like that if our, if our economy is to grow. But in any case, so <clears throat> I phoned up Host Papa and I clarified what I was paying for. And sure enough, I'm paying for a website. I'm paying for a web presence and I have so much storage capacity. So if I go, if someone were to go to Host Papa and then look through the directories, all their clients have a directory. That's the same directory as every student has that logs in. When a student goes to Niagara University or to Brock University or to any one of the elementary and secondary schools in the District School Board of Niagara, they have a directory online. It's actually in the cloud because nobody has the capacity to store all that information. But they have an address which contains all of the things they want in there. So I established that I had a directory and I had access to a website if I chose to create one. It's been a long time and we've come a long way from what you see is what you get, technology drafting of websites. And I started. So between last week and this week, I must have called up the helpline in Host Papa at least five times. And that's what I want to talk about. You can go to 
a helpline for almost every company you can think of if you want to use technology. If you're interested in Zoom, they have a helpline. They might have a chat, a chat line where you type a question and then a, somebody comes on. Apple does, I know that because I've used that many times. But the point is, is that you are not alone. There was a time when I used to go to the library and I used to get the yellow and black covered books on all you need to know about word processing, WordPerfect, Microsoft Office, PowerPoint, Premiere, Adobe Premiere, and so on. But there are, all of those things are online. And now on top of what's online, there are top, there are videos. Never underestimate the power of Google. You can do a search for anything you want. If you want to create a website, you can type into Google, create my own website. As it turns out, that's exactly what I did. And I got a link to Wix, which is originally an Israeli company that specializes in creating websites for businesses, but it also hosts those websites, which I don't need. I'm already paying Host Papa. Host Papa told me to go into a particular part of their suite of tools and download WordPress. WordPress is like Wix, except WordPress began as a blogging tool. And over the course of my years in teaching, I created blogs for myself and blogs for, with my students. I created wikis for myself and wikis for my students. The point is, is that all you need to do is ask. Yesterday, I was trying to log into my new subdomain to help me work on a website. And every question I had, I went to the chat. I got three different people, which is no big deal because every chat you have you get a copy of. So you can read what one said and then the next said. And that's what happens. You know, they're all sitting in an office and they're accepting phone calls or email or chat requests and then they interact with you, which is no big deal. When you have a problem with an appliance, you phone a helpline and you know have no idea where you're going to get to. But the point of this video lesson is to remind you that you can Google just about anything. You can look in YouTube for all kinds of videos that walk you through the steps you need to be walked through in order to accomplish what you want. All you need to do is not be afraid to ask questions. Every time I went into my classroom and I asked my students a question, someone would look at me 
and shake their head and say, we've told you, use Google. Sometimes they helped me without saying that, and that helped me. All that I learned about technology, I learned by asking questions. You need to do the same thing. Don't be afraid to ask questions. What you can do with the technology is as wide open as your creative mind. You want to do something? You look around and see how different people do that something, and then you ask how you can get from point A to point B to point C. Nobody needs to know that you needed help. Who the heck cares if you ask somebody on a helpline or Google? So go to it. Start to use the technology and don't be afraid.